0: Welcome to the PSDcast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. And here's an interesting story that came across my desk. WeBotic, which deals in charging and power optimization solutions for aerospace and industrial robots, has released an autonomous charging platform with integrated wireless data offload and transfer capabilities. So essentially, the PowerPad Pro, as they're calling it, is like a KC-10, you know, the mid-air refueling plane but for electric drones that are permanently deployed. On the line to discuss the PowerPad Pro is YBOTX co-founder and CEO Ben Waters. So, Ben, thanks for joining us, and what was the impetus behind the PowerPad Pro? Thanks for having us here.
1: Excuse me. Thanks for having us here, Jason. Appreciate uh, the opportunity to talk with you. PowerPad Pro was designed to simplify drone inspection and drone delivery operations, uh, Wibotic has been in the drone industry going on eight years now, and we've seen companies recognize the value of using drones for agricultural inspections, construction site inspections, utility inspections, you name it, you know, companies have utilized drones to, to have an eye in the sky and monitor their critical assets and infrastructure. However, what we've really observed is that there are a lot of missing technical pieces. You could have the world's best drone, but at the end of the day, for an autonomous deployment, that drone needs the ability to land and recharge. It also needs the ability to actually land accurately enough on a platform. Precision landing has been a big challenge in the drone industry for many years. And once it lands, and once it's charging, now you have another problem of how do you actually pull those images or video or whatever it was that the drone was monitoring, how do you pull that data off of the drone? Right? The drone's got a camera with an SD card, but ultimately that data needs to be accessed and this inspection could be performed in a site that's so remote that maybe there's not even cellular signal out there. So we packed all of those features into PowerPad Pro really with the intention to make it truly seamless for businesses to be able to deploy a PowerPad with any drone they want or they need to use for their specific application. PowerPad Pro is drone agnostic, so it works with different types of drones. And the drone can land, charge, download data, have a mission plan be remotely uploaded, and that's really the piece that Wybotic wanted to solve and put all of that into this product and make drone inspections and drone delivery applications easier to manage.
0: Okay. Uh, now, you sort of got into this already, but um, when we talk about recharge drones that are permanently deployed, what kind of drones are we talking about?
1: Yeah, we are primarily talking about your quad rotor or hex rotor, um, battery-powered Unmanned Aerial Vehicle, UAV, UAS, drone, whatever it's called. (laughs) I've heard a lot of different names, and some some industries are particular about the name, some are not. We'll refer to it as just a drone for the sake of this podcast here. But, um, But different types of drones, of course, have different payload capacities. Some can carry very heavy cameras. Some can carry very light. Or small cameras, some handle the wind better, some have a 30 minute flight time. Other drones, like a VTOL drone, might take off vertically, but they can fly for longer distances. Um, so, really, PowerPad is built to be drone agnostic because we know that for a utility inspection, for example, those utility companies most likely are going to want one camera, one drone that has a very high-resolution camera on it, can look at the most minute detail of a transmission line or a power line and inform you know, if it's rusting or if there's an issue or if there's potential for a, a, a fault, um, you know anything that would be really requiring a high-resolution camera. On the other hand, a vertical takeoff and landing drone might have the ability to fly much further distances. And instead of just inspecting one or two poles where it has to look and hover very closely to the tower. Um, it can fly a long range and look at the vegetation beneath the power line. Right? That that's a totally different aerial platform, um, perhaps with a different type of camera on it. But the point being, you know, there needs to be infrastructure out there that can handle charging and pulling data off of these different types of drones. So uh, any drone that gets equipped with a Wybotic onboard charger, which is our small, lightweight product that handles the receiving and charging of the wireless power technology that we have, but also is what enables the data off-link uh, between the drone and the pad, um, is capable of landing and charging and communicating with with our pad. So truly is drone agnostic, um, so long as the drone can physically and Uh, from a mass perspective, handle integrating an onboard charger.
0: All right. Well, um, could you describe the actual recharge process? You know, how does it work? And have you arrived at any sort of stats and figures thus far?
1: Certainly. So uh, the the core technology at Webotic has, has always been our wireless charging technology. And the way it works is not too dissimilar from how you would charge your cell phone on a charging pad, for example. So think of the dock, the power pad, as the cell phone charger, the pad, right? So there's a transmitter circuit that's that's sending energy into an antenna, which is our wireless power transmitter. And then on the vehicle, or analogous the cell phone example integrated into your cell phone is a wireless power receiver. We call the receiver at Wibotic the onboard charger because it handles both receiving of the wireless charging energy and the battery charging functions. Um, so, an, a drone equipped with an onboard charger would land on the pad, it would land in such a way where the antennas are close enough aligned so that you can have efficient wireless power transfer from the docking station, the power pad, to the receiver system, the onboard charger that's integrated with the drone. And one of the unique things about the Wybotic product, going back to the fact that we're drone agnostic, uh, we can charge different types of batteries and we can programmatically adjust the the rate of charge, the the charge current that's going into the battery. So for example, a very large drone may want to charge quicker and may need a higher current level than a smaller drone, or a drone that's just going to be sitting there idly for 10 hours until it goes on its next flight. And therefore, to extend the lifetime of the battery, it's better not to always charge quickly. So all of those battery charging parameters are are controllable. Um, So that's really how the the charging process works. And the one additional thing that we've enabled on PowerPad Pro goes back to my point earlier about precision landing. Drones drones have gotten much more accurate at holding their position in the air, uh, landing, but trying to land within a couple centimeters which which ultimately is what is required for the Wybotic system and and for a wireless power system, a couple centimeters of flexibility is actually quite a bit of flexibility. If You compare that to perhaps the the millimeter level precision required to charge your your cell phone. Um, It's still not good enough for drones. When there's wind and when you're trying to land a drone on a dime, things are gonna happen the drone at best, you know, may be able to land within tens of centimeters, but, but not a couple centimeters. So what we've done is we've put some actuation capability inside of the pad, and we can actually manipulate the position of the transmitter antenna, which is housed inside the pad, to find where the drone actually landed. So all the drone needs to be able to do is land on the four foot by four foot surface that is the power pad, and the transmit antenna will go find, because we physically move it around, where it needs to be to most efficiently and quickly charge that particular drone. So that's really how the the charging process works for for PowerPad Pro.
0: Okay, now do you think the tech could be scaled up for other applications? And, And I don't just mean wireless charging, there's a lot of that at this particular product, and if so, what?
1: Yeah, certainly. So, you know, we view the PowerPad as kind of the, the minimum amount of technology that's required to do autonomous drone operations. And, and I view that as a good thing, right? Because by designing it that way, it's, it's very cost effective. It's not going to be something that's prohibitively expensive, to scale and deploy hundreds or thousands of power pads for remote inspections across, you know, for example, a long stretch of remote transmission line. Um, so as we think about how the tech could be scaled up for other applications, you know, we really look at um, what what else is going to be needed. Um, so of course, you know, we think about, Power pad needs to get transported out to these sites. It needs to be able to be safely and securely enclosed. Um, It needs to be, you know, protected against potential vandalism. Anybody who is trying to go out there and you know see what's inside of it or whatever. Um, So we're looking at things like adding a hanger mechanism in the form of a portable trailer, for example that would provide a cover for the pad and the drone. Um, We're looking at extending our partnerships with companies who analyze imagery data, and they can run their software on the power pad so that as that imagery comes off the drone and stored on the pad, they can run software that analyzes the images, stitches the images together on the edge so that all that needs to be sent back from the power pad is a small zip file including the report that's already analyzed all those images as opposed to having to send the gigabytes upon gigabytes of raw imagery data back potentially across a really long distance if these are deployed remotely so as we think about how it can be scaled up you know we think of this really as the base platform And it's very extensible to accommodate the things that you would need to do, for example, remote cell tower inspections or remote farm inspections. Farms might need a different type of a camera and drone and data analytics than what's needed for inspecting a power line. Um, So those are really the types of things that we look at as far as how to scale up the power pad. And, And of course, there's also the power level itself right? You could imagine as the world evolves and um, human-carrying transport drones become uh, more of a prevalent thing. Um, There's a lot of companies working on that. It's a super exciting technology and kind of disrupting to some extent, um, you know, how we think about transportation. Um, Those, two are going to need to be charged, Right. Um, And the question remains, is it going to operate much like how an airport operates, where they have people and and equipment that come over and refuel the planes very quickly or recharge the planes very quickly, or are there going to be stations that are remotely deployed where a drone or a large person-carrying vehicle can land, charge up, so that it can keep flying longer distances, right? You know, batteries on... Aerial vehicles ultimately need to be recharged, and if you recharge them, it can keep flying, and if you don't, then it needs to have enough juice to be able to make it back to its original destination. So, you know, I think power level is another area that we can certainly think about scaling up this type of a platform for other applications, in addition to some of those other things I mentioned about making it as applicable as possible to all applications that are looking at this for a remote inspection platform.
0: Very interesting. Well, thanks, Ben. I want to thank you for your time and to our audience. Thanks for joining us. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.